Hey guys, so if you own an e-commerce business, you definitely want to listen to this episode. And if you don't, you still want to listen to it. So what we're going to talk about is how you can use micro-influencers to grow your business. We're going to break down four different areas to use these influencers. But more importantly, break down what is the difference between a regular influencer, micro-influencer, how to find them, and how to use them to effectively grow your business. This is The Marketing Natives. Providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. So you might know some of the big-time influencers. We're talking about maybe Kylie Jenner, uh, Cameron Dallas, Lily Singh. Uh, but to get a sponsored spo- post from one of them could cost you up to a million dollars. Actually, what? that that stat is for Kylie Jenner, um, which kind of makes sense. She's like, how many followers insanely. does she have? I don't know. There's millions and millions. Um, now, if you're working with a smaller budget, um, you can still take advantage of influencers. Um, all you have to do is just use some micro influencers. Yeah. So just to she has 140 million so it probably would be worth it for you to if you did uh sponsored post for her who knows um but yeah i just looked at it one of her pictures had almost 9 million people like it which means that she probably was in front of 75 million people that's better than most like tv shows mm-hmm. which is crazy so we don't have a million dollars uh to invest in one instagram post maybe she would do a couple i would hope but i'm guessing that most of you guys don't either or you don't want to spend that kind of budget on it but what you can do is spend money on a micro influencer these are people who are impactful in the area that they um have followers in so for example christian could be a micro influencer in Puerto Rico, you know, he could just only be posting about stuff from Puerto Rico, the beaches or um, local things that are going on there. And for whatever reason, all of his followers follow stuff from Puerto Rico. And if somebody wanted to reach out to him, like, hey, I have a tourist company who does like scuba diving in Puerto Rico, Christian would be a great person to reach out to. And he could maybe only have a thousand followers. But what you want to look at is he has a thousand followers, but maybe he gets 100 to 200 likes. So he has a really engaged audience and you know that it could be good for your brand. So those micro-influencers are those people that have, you know, 100 to 1,000, even up to 10,000. 10,000, I think, is starting to get into, like, a not even a micro-influencer, maybe a little bit larger of an influencer. But um, look at those people who are, it's like, 1,000, 2,000 people, and they post about a specific topic, and those are probably going to be the people who reach out to you. Um, as another example, I actually have had probably three or four people reach out to me to give me like free running stuff or like it's weird running gear. It's like this, uh, reflector stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, here's this free code to get it off of Amazon. I still never did it cause I don't wear that stuff. But, um, I've had a couple of people like that, different nutrition companies, whatever, like, Hey, use our products, take a picture of it. And you're going to get, you know, this product for free or whatever else. And it's just because I post a lot of running pictures. So, um, and I, I don't have, I have like maybe 18 or 1900 followers. So I don't even have 2000 followers. So fall right into that micro influencer. So you may be one and you just don't even know it. Yeah. Um, and usually these micro influencers are more cost effective. And like Aaron said, they usually have a, a smaller group of people, but they usually have tighter relationships with, with those followers. Um, so, you know, if you think about like Kylie Jenner or any of these huge influencers, uh, they don't get a lot of one-on-one with, you know, their followers. Um, but no someone way. who has, <laughs> yeah, well, someone who has, you know, a smaller following, um, definitely has a better understanding of, of their audience, um, what they want, how they, you know, want to be 
essentially sold, you know, with, with some of the, 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 the things that you could be sponsoring. So, I, I mean, if we take Aaron as an example and all of a sudden he starts doing those things and, you know, putting up products and saying like, Hey, buy this thing and use my code Aaron 10. Um, people might be a little bit standoffish just because maybe his audience is not, you know, I guess used to that or, um, right. It seems salesy and yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's all about, you know, how you nurture your audience. So Aaron has never done that. And, you know, it's, it depends about, you know, the, the type of, of profiles and accounts that they have and how they have interacted with and the relationships that they have with their followers. So that's something very important to take into consideration when you're finding these micro influencers. So we're going to share four ways on how to find micro influencers within probably Instagram and Twitter um, are going to be probably the easiest uh, with the four strategies that we have here. Yeah. And number one is to start with your own followers. Now, this is assuming that you have somebody who's following you. Maybe you only have yeah. 10 or 100 people, which a lot of people, I think the average person on Instagram has like 500 followers. So, or actually less, something like 250 or 275. So most people don't have that many, but you at least have maybe a couple hundred people that you have as followers. So starting there and really trying to connect with those people and saying, Hey, look, I, um, or at least the people that you're following rather like, Hey, I see that I get a lot of people who are, or I like a lot of this person's content and they only have, you know, a thousand followers or 2000 followers and you reaching out to them and direct messaging them. And you may have a lot better chance to t- give right into their inbox than if you're trying to go after that bigger person. Yeah, absolutely. And like starting with your own followers kind of reminds me of, uh, Pat Flynn's, he had a talk about super fans and he actually wrote a book about super fans. Oh, um, and it just, I mean, instead of just calling them micro influencers, you could call them super fans. Um, and if, I mean, if you're that small and maybe you don't have necessarily like micro influencers or people who, um, have really like, you know, bigger networks and things like that, um, still using your actual fans and turning them into super fans by allowing them to, you know, sort of showcase your, um, you know, your product or your clothing or whatever it is that you're selling. Um, and it's just a, again, it's a way to turning those fans into super fans and to just get them f- to freely talk about your brand. Um, so just a little mindset shift from micro influencers to super fans mm-hmm. um, could also benefit you when you're starting very small um, and you're starting with just looking at who that follows you, you want to turn into that super fan or micro influencer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so another way that you can easily find micro influencers is by searching for hashtags. I'm guessing majority of the companies that have contacted Aaron is because of the hashtag that he's using. Um, and you can do the same thing. So one, uh, you can either look for your brand as a hashtag. So for us, we would search for hashtag pit branding and see who's posting about pit branding. If there's nobody posting about pit branding, then the next thing would be just to look for relevant hashtags with your brand. Um, so it could be social media marketing, um, maybe Dallas marketing, mm-hmm. um, things that are closer to, to us. Um, and just kind of think of outside the box on, you know, what are those hashtags that people might be using, um, that are related to, to your brand and not just the hashtags, but also, 
um, people like, for example, like Aaron could be posting a picture of him running. And sometimes he also tags the the company that he's using. So if he's wearing Nike shoes, he might tag Nike in there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Nike probably will never see that picture because it's, he they probably get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tags every day. But um, you as a smaller brand, you could definitely engage that and see who's tagging you on what post. Uh, and that might be a, a faster, easier way to to get those people or find those people. Yeah. And within that, like Christian's saying, it's kind of a little rabbit hole. Like you said, if I tagged Nike, Nike may not respond, but it still shows up for most brands as the tagged photos. So you may not know where that's at, but on your feed, if you clicked on the tag photos, you could see a bunch of other people who tagged Nike as well. And that may be a good place that from the hashtags, finding where people go and you get down in this rabbit hole of finding a group of people, but just others who are using that um, that tagging feature on the photos to reach out to them. So I think that's kind of like in the similar realm of like using Instagram search to find those people, but um, really good way for you to find the, the right people. And a lot of times the good thing about micro influencers is that you don't have to necessarily like some people have paid. Yeah, sure. But sometimes it's just free product or it's just like a, Hey, a shout out or something small. So that's another good benefit about finding the people that way. They may not know that they're about to get business. Yeah, exactly. So we normally have an ad uh, about halfway through, which is, is kind of like a halfway through point. But I actually want to take this a uh, step further and do a sort of a, a, a calling to any micro influencers who are listening to our podcast. So this is a, a two part thing. This is uh, it benefits us because we might find someone who is micro influencers who I don't know, maybe we want to do some work with you. Uh, so if you're listening, you're you think that you're a micro influencer, maybe you have a, a big enough audience that we might say like, hey, we want to hire you contact us that's cool now on top of that this is another way for you to find micro influencers just tell people that you're looking for a micro influencer tell people that you're looking for someone who has a a big network um, and that you want to maybe give away some product or some service or something so if you have a big network and you're listening to this podcast i mean we do a little bit of everything so social media marketing website design graphics uh lead generation Anything like that, contact us. Let us know why you should work with us, and we'll get back to you. How are they going to get a hold of us? How are they going to Literally, go to our Instagram. Just DM us. Say, like, hey, I just was listening to your podcast, and uh, I, think I, I think I might be a good fit for your micro-influencer needs. Cool. Speaking of which, um, I don't know if you, there was a, uh, some lady, I forgot her name, but she messaged me on LinkedIn saying that she was listening to our podcast. Cool. Did she message you? No. No? Okay. You have to show me after this. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I was, she was like, hey, I was listening to your podcast. Uh, I think it was great. Um, just connecting here on LinkedIn. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. When was that? Today? I saw it today. I think it was maybe a few like days a ago. a month ago. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> so if you want to be friends with Link- Christian or connect with Christian on LinkedIn, just, you know, he's not ignoring you. It may just be a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Number three here is to research the competition. So literally, if we were going to do something, we would go after other website design or social media marketing companies and see who is following and engaging with them. You may go into the mm. comments that way. It doesn't make a lot of sense to go with somebody who's the same size as you. 
um, unless you already have a decent following because you're not going to find that many comments. The ones that you really want to find are the ones who have 50 or 60 comments on every picture. And you can go into those because that's a really good spot for you to, to find people. When they only have three or four comments, sure, you're going to show up and they're definitely going to notice you. But it's going to be a lot harder for you to pick and you're going to have to go to a lot of different profiles than if you go to somebody who has um, a lot of comments or a lot of engagement already. Yeah. Um, so this researcher competition thing, like I feel like at the very beginning we used to do that. We used to bombard uh, Gabriel and Chuck's uh, followers, not bombard, but maybe follow them or try to interact with his followers uh, to try to get them to like our pages and things like that. Um, but beyond that, beyond just researching the competition for micro influencers, um, I actually showed Aaron not too long ago a an agency in New York who recently closed down and they shared all their Google Drive uh, folders and all that stuff. And very interestingly, he they had a folder that it was labeled competition and they created this spreadsheet of literally everyone in their area and their space. Uh, and they had like all their information, I guess, just to kind of keep an eye on them and keep, keep track tabs. of yeah mm -hmm. keep tabs on them. so i mean i feel like we do that to some extent but it's not something that we have written down we just uh, top of our head we probably know you know five or ten companies that are around the area that do what we do mm -hmm. and you know from time to time we kind of check their website check their social see what they're doing different um but i thought it was interesting that they had a, a dedicated folder and a dedicated spreadsheet to their competition that's cool yeah it was very interesting um all right so moving on to number four is to use a tool. So there are things like influence.co or maybe Buzzsumo uh, where you can, obviously this is a, a paid uh, way of, of doing this, but also a lot easier way of, of getting in touch with micro-influencers. Um, these tools will essentially label it for you and spell it out and say, this person has this amount of followers, um, they have this amount of engagement, um, so it gives you a lot of stats and things that you can make decisions pretty quickly. Um, so it saves you a lot of time. So if you don't have time to necessarily do any of the above three uh, ways, then using a tool will definitely cut time in half or even more. Um, and you might be able to find the right person faster. Yeah. And one company that you didn't mention that we actually started using way back when, like two, I don't know, three or four years ago before really, I mean, influencers have been around, but not really like as much as this, but we've used Ninja Outreach before to just collect email addresses, but they've really become known as, or at least they've built themselves as finding influencers. And it's a really simple, easy tool to use once you get the hang of it, but uh, they've revamped everything. I haven't clocked in or logged into that thing for a long time, but we have lifetime access, which is super nice. Um, but it's Again, I think for most people, it's like 40 or 50 bucks and well worth it, especially if you're going after quite a few different influencers. But that's another software that you should check out, too. Cool. Awesome. All right. So there you have it. How e-commerce stores can find micro influencers. Just to recap, number one, start with your own followers. Number two, search for hashtags. Number three, research the competition. And number four, just use a tool. Nice. All right. We hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. It's super exciting for us because I think that this is something that's 
really, it's not cutting edge because it's been around for a while, but it is something that a lot of businesses are not using yet, but they don't understand how powerful it is going to be and continue to be uh, for your influence. So if this is your first time, make sure that you hit the subscribe button because our content is constantly updating and we are always trying to be on time with what's coming out or what's coming um, on the horizon. So new episodes come out every Monday and you want to make sure that you get notifications so you do not miss those. Most episodes are that 15 to 20 minutes so you know that you can just listen to it on your way to work get the content that you need stay ahead of your competition and move on and if you've been listening for a while again please leave us an honest rating and review over on itunes we will get your username whatever you use we'll use that as a shout out and put that on the podcast too so that we can um, continue to spread the love to you thank you bye The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.